Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com coming to you from Sanford Stadium in Athens, Georgia. Get a look right here. And Arkansas just lost 37 to nothing against the number two ranked team in the country. Might be the best team in the country. Might be the best defense I've ever seen. I've seen 92 Alabama, 2011 Alabama. This group is up there. This group is up there with them. And Arkansas couldn't be the team that had 13 penalties for 100 yards. And that's just the ones that were accepted. I mean, there were 18, I think 18 penalty flags thrown. There was one time where Arkansas called timeout because they had 10 men on the field. You know, so there were times where Georgia had their pick. They had three different penalty flags on one play, all different things, two different penalty flags on another play. So there were plenty of opportunities for, uh, for Arkansas to keep this one cleaner. But they started out, Georgia just went through and just plowed straight through. Not, not out scheming Arkansas, none of that stuff, just bully ball, as Sam Pittman likes to call it, just straight through Arkansas's defense all the way into the end zone. And I felt like the defense did settle down a little bit and got some things going. I mean, they only ended up giving up 345 yards, but that's because Georgia ran the ball like all but four plays in the second half, like 28 runs and four pass plays the entire second half. But the offense started out, could not have a worse start right in front of this student section down here. And they're going crazy. Just to compare, just is it electric in here like it was for the Texas game for Arkansas and Texas. That was the electricity in this environment for an 11 o'clock game. Now it waned, obviously, about 12-12 left after that last touchdown. You know, they're just filing out, you know, the, the Georgia fans are, because the game's been over for some time. I mean, it felt over after pretty early, first quarter. It felt it felt like it was, it was just insurmountable for Arkansas to overcome that. But for the offense to have two false start penalties, eight of the 13 penalties were on the offense. That's just, you just can't do that. Can't you can't start like that? You can't start like that against Georgia, and it happened to start the second half too. They had two false start penalties in the second half. That's the stuff that's disappointing. Um, good special teams units don't have two block punts over a five-game span. They don't have one block punt usually, so that's that's disappointing. I mean, it's like most of the special teams have been okay. You know, they can't find anybody to reliably catch the ball, so Perotti's got to be back there. So they can't find anybody to reliably catch the ball, but really. I mean, they've been okay, except for they can't, like you shouldn't have to like clinch up every single time the punting unit goes out there. So I don't know what it is, but I mean, they've got to get that fixed. Now, people are going to be upset with halftime adjustments. Why don't they go to a four-man front on the defensive line? They know Georgia's running the ball, all this stuff. You know, why don't they change this up on offense, take more shots, roll the dice downfield more? I don't know that it would have really mattered in this one. It might have maybe maybe kept the score closer or something like that. It might have been the other way. It might have been just bigger plays. But um, that three-man front worked pretty well against some other teams stopping the run. You know, it's not like Arkansas has been terrible at stopping the run all year. They haven't. Georgia's just, to me, on a different level. It's a very mature program under Kirby Smart. He's been here for a number of years. It's a lot of things to like if you're a Georgia fan. I can promise you that. I mean, this program is – They've got it going. Now, that doesn't mean, that is, none of this makes 
Sam Pittman a bad coach. You don't do what Sam Pittman has done over a 15-game span at Arkansas from where Arkansas was and be a poor coach. That ain't that is, that is not what it is. That's not the answer. And people will be irrational, and I, and I get it. You know, everybody's very passionate. But Arkansas is just not there yet. Arkansas will fight you. I don't think that they were ready for this environment. Over those 15 games, this is the first time they played in a true road environment where everybody in here was against you. First time. And it, and it showed. You saw it with the penalties. These penalties don't happen without this crowd. So Arkansas wasn't quite ready for this. And you can only get ready for it through experiences. And this was a buzzsaw. Texas ran into a buzzsaw at Arkansas three weeks ago, and Arkansas ran into a buzzsaw right here. So, it's a tough one. The important thing for Arkansas is you gotta flush this game. I mean, you gotta take some things, grow as a team, but don't let this week beat you next week in Oxford. Because that is a game you could possibly win. I mean, they've got a very high-octane offense. You're going to have to amp it up on offense, get some things figured out. But uh, you can score on those guys. It's, it's going to be a it's going to be a much higher-scoring game, I would assume, than this one. But um, you know, the whole thing, like I kind of foreshadow. Like for some reason, I always think like if I get a good parking spot or something, like ah, that's good. Things are things are working right. The universe, the universe tested all of us today. And I was one of three media people that got in a car wreck in the last two days. I got one. So this morning, I'm leaving my motel, the Quality Inn, and I go, uh, I'm just driving down, like getting up early, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go check out the environment in Athens, I'm gonna go, you know, see uh, see the game day atmosphere, walk around campus, all that kind of stuff. And uh, this kid decides to instead plow into me and we trade paint. So I spend the next hour instead, you know, dealing with filing a police report, contacting the rental company, ugh, all that, and then just, Afterwards, after an hour of dealing with that, nobody knows where my parking spot is. This is, must be a new lot, you know, so I'm just going around in circles and nobody can really tell me, oh, you gotta go around this way, complete opposite of where you just came. Finally, this lady felt sorry for me, just let me park, so appreciate her. But uh, kind of foreshadowed a lot of uh, maybe what was about to happen here. I did see Kane and Sandy right when I walked in and thought, hey, Kane and Sandy, Arkansas's number one fan, maybe that's a good sign flap skin with Sandy, came in here, all right, maybe things will be okay. But uh, the bottom line is Arkansas just cannot afford, they're mowing over here, sorry. Arkansas cannot afford to have that kind of, you know, like even the, even, you know, not like the interception meant a lot. Simeon Blair almost intercepted the ball, not like that would have meant a lot, but it was something, it was, you know, those kind of things, those kind of plays, they all generate momentum, and Arkansas never was able to get anything going. I mean. At the end of the day, Georgia had 345 yards. Now, they really throttled it down in the second half, 28 passes, excuse me, 28 running plays, I think, to like four pass plays in the second half. So they, they throttled it down. Um, but Arkansas had more penalty yards than they had passing yards. They had more penalty yards than they had rushing yards. And that just isn't going to get it done against a team like Georgia. And, you know, we said all week, like, Arkansas needed to be the team that benefited from penalties, benefited from turnovers, benefited from, like, blocking a punt or something like that, some kind of special teams play. And it was just the other way around. So ultimately you have 37 nothing. That's why that's why it's 37 to nothing. So Arkansas's got to regroup. They've got to flush this one. Uh, I think they came out pretty healthy. I didn't notice anything dramatic in terms of, of injuries. I'll say this, like you got to continue to recruit. Georgia's I mean they've just got some monsters out there. I mean those kids are 
so big. And I'll say this, like when I was looking out there in the fourth quarter and they had Jalen St. John at left guard, I'm thinking, he kind of looks like the guys across from him. Got to get some more guys like that. He is Crawford, some of those guys. Got to get some more guys like that for you on, on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Um, Arkansas's defense will still fight you like crazy. It's just running to a bit of a buzzsaw here. But it's coming down on me. I don't know what else there is to say. I always say that and then end up talking for like five more minutes, but I really don't know what else there is to say. Athens is a nice town, charming town. They weren't very hospitable talking to the Razorbacks today though. And uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes guys, it just comes down to the other team. The other team's better. The other guy across from you is better, but Arkansas didn't do themselves any favors with all the penalties. So, I think that's it. It's a disappointing showing. You never, you never like to see a game go like that for Arkansas, but uh, still think they're on the right track. I think there's probably a lot of irrational opinions right now, but, and there's reasons to be disappointed. I mean, yeah, like we said, throw the ball downfield more, take some chances. Go to the four-man front. I don't know that any of those are going to change the end of, like, who won this game. All right, everybody. I'm sure you're all getting annoyed with the, uh, the John Deere over here. But uh, I think that's it. Sorry, I ain't got more for you. But you all saw the game. And uh, I think you probably would come to the same conclusion as I did that Georgia is just really, really good and Arkansas didn't do themselves any favors to keep it close. So clean that up. Don't let it beat you next week. You got Ole Miss in Oxford. That's a big one. That's an important one. Get back on track. Don't let this beat you twice. They got a lot of maturity on this team, a lot of older players, so I'm sure that they understand that. But overall, for this program, you kind of got to go through stuff like this, unfortunately, experience to understand what it takes to, to not make that happen again. All right, everybody, thanks for joining me. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. Coming to you from Sanford Stadium, Arkansas, zero, Georgia 37. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.